All right, what is going on? Welcome back to the Financial Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Littower. This is uh, episode five, and today we're going to talk about building momentum with your money. Okay, I think the topic of momentum is something that's come up uh, more recently in both uh, my own life as well as in uh, other podcasts and readings that I've been doing with uh, some of the some of the folks that I follow, including guys like uh, Ed Milet and Steve Holbrook. Uh, Andy Frisella talks about it a little bit too, and uh, some of these <clears throat> some of these guys have, have expounded upon these thoughts a little bit more. So I would I would definitely recommend going and listening to uh, some of their high level thoughts on uh, momentum itself. But I wanted to specifically bring the topic of momentum down to your money in a super practical way uh, that I think is really going to make a big difference for you long term. So. Uh, if, you, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. Uh, I'm really glad to have you with us. Uh, if you want a little bit more background on me, please just go back to the first couple episodes and you can listen to some of my personal financial fitness history, uh, some of my background and how I've gotten to the, the place that I'm in now. But let's talk about building momentum with your money. One of the big things that I see as I've worked with different clients over the past few years is that we really struggle to live below our means. And when we live outside of our means, that being we're just outspending whatever money that we're bringing in or even spending right at what we're bringing in, it becomes very difficult to hit any financial goals because you just don't have any money left over to actually start taking advantage of momentum. So it's kind of like you're just spinning your wheels in the mud and feel like you're really not getting anywhere. So one of the things for helping people to live below their means and kind of get back to a place where you're starting to stack some savings and be in a good position to build momentum is start looking at the things that you are spending your money on that do not bring you enough joy. And I think something that is not talked about enough in the financial services industry is spending money on things that don't actually bring you any happiness. And when it comes to the way that our money our money moves, you would be shocked at how much we spend on things that, in the end, really do not matter to us at all. Uh, they don't they don't bring us closer to community. They're not things that help contribute back to the world. They don't bring us uh, any joy, uh, and they're just not helpful for uh, for your life in general. So when I when I talk about <clears throat> building momentum by living below your means, the first place that I like to go is Find out what you're spending money on that just does not add any joy or value to your life. And if you can eliminate those first, then that's going to start you on the right path to then moving on to these next couple things. So the next thing when it comes to building momentum is establishing some saving habits. And I, I made a post about this yesterday. Uh, this, was, this is a Friday. So on, on Thursday, I did a short video on this as well. But when it comes to your saving habits, find a way that you can automatically move money from one account to the other. And before you know it, just because you you probably don't check your accounts every single day, uh, you would be shocked at how much you can move m- money from one, one account to the next. Let's say we're just moving money from your checking to your savings. You'd be shocked at how fast your savings account will grow just by setting up that automatic transfer and then that is a great way to really begin to build momentum. Let's say right now you have $500 in your savings and 
you decide you're gonna you're gonna transfer twenty five dollars a week from your checking to your savings. So that's a that's a hundred bucks a month. And before you know it, that five hundred becomes a thousand. That a thousand becomes two thousand. And you are well on your way now to having a well-established emergency fund and a much better position than you were in before. And all you did was set up an automatic transfer from your checking to your savings account. So that is one very big way to set up some saving habits early on. And you can set it up as a, as a fixed number. You can set it up as a percentage of your, your paycheck. You can, there's lots of different ways that you can do it. But the big thing is that you actually pick a, a habit to start and actually start doing that habit. So, <coughs> excuse me. The, so that's step number two. Number three is finding a way to make your, to put your money in a position to take advantage of compound interest. So you're gonna hear this from a lot of financial advisors. You'll hear it from uh, just you know, money professionals in general is get yourself in a position where your money is actually getting a return on whatever your investment is. So for a lot of us, if we go back to the kind of age old uh, rule of 72, most of us are spending money with interest rates that are higher than 12 to 15%. So if you're spending money on a credit card and slowly paying it off or paying the minimums, you're not actually paying anything off. You're just paying continual interest and you're you're not actually paying your balance down. On the flip side, most of us are saving and investing money in places that earn way less than 6%. So for example, your bank account earns between a quarter of a percent and half a percent, unless unless you kind of have, have a private bank that is able to offer you more than that. In general, most bank accounts are between a quarter and a half percent interest, which means it would take upwards of 200 years for your money to double in that bank account. Now, if you ask me, that's a horrible rate of return uh, in comparison to if we put it in uh, a market account that is growing at 6 to 7%, and in some cases, even better than that. If you can make a if you start taking advantage of your compound interest now, you would be shocked at the difference that it would make, especially if you're, if you're like me, uh, you're still relatively young. I'm, I'm 27. I know uh, quite a few of you listening are even younger than that. If you can start taking advantage of that now, it's going to make a substantial difference for you in the next 20, 30, 40 years uh, as you approach retirement. So I would highly recommend it's number th- number three here for building momentum is to start taking advantage of compound interest <clears throat> the last one number four is something that i have recently been doing a little bit more research and study on and that is the velocity of money so one of the things that that is less often talked about in the financial services space is not just saving and investing money but making money and putting yourself in a position to increase your income. And so one of the reasons, or one of the things that I've been searching along with that is the idea of velocity of money. So I've heard this example from Marshall Silver, uh, who's a a very famous salesperson uh, and hypnotist. Uh, But I really like the example of how money moves and the actual velocity of money. So he uses the example of going to a hotel and putting down a $100 bill on the desk and say, I'm gonna go check out the room and if I stay, then you can keep the $100 and if I leave, then I'll just take my $100 back. So he goes to check out the room and the clerk behind the desk takes that $100, 
runs across the street to the bar, gives it to the bartender and says, this will pay my tab. The bartender takes that money, gives it to the, another guy sitting at the other end of the bar and says, this will pay you for fixing my lawnmower. The other guy at the bar takes the $100 bill and gives it to the girl at the end of the bar, winks at her and says, you know what this is for? And then she runs back across the street to her boyfriend, who's the clerk at the hotel, and puts the $100 back on the desk and says, here's to repay uh, all the debt that I, that I had from you. And the, the first guy comes back out, says, no thanks, I don't want to stay, and picks up his $100 bill and walks back out the door. Now, the point being, was everybody's debt paid in full? And the answer is yes. But you and I all know that it's the exact same $100. So the point being is, what are you doing now to put your money in a position that it returns to you even faster? So are you, are you putting yourself in uh, higher net worth networks? Are you getting around people who earn more than you do? Are you increasing your mindset? Are you uh, educating yourself? Are you putting your money towards things that are going to return that money back to you even faster. I think obviously right now the uh, there's a huge craze for masterminds and, and things of that nature that you know are quick educational tools. But I think there there is some benefit to them no matter how scammy they may sound. I, and I'm, I've caveat to that is I would most certainly vet everybody that you would even consider working with uh, in this this day and age. I would definitely would not just work with any Joe Schmo. So, but to go along with that, what are, what are you doing to put your money to work that is going to end up returning you money in the long run? Uh, when it comes to increasing your income and then really substantially building momentum long term, you have to take into consideration the velocity of money. If your money is constantly sitting in your bank account and you're not educating yourself, you're not increasing your net work, then it becomes very difficult to build momentum long term in such a way that you can really take advantage uh, of how quickly money moves around the world. So those are my, those are my four tips for helping to build momentum with your money. I really hope that they were helpful or insightful in some way. Uh, it would mean a, a, a lot to me if you would share this podcast, share it with uh, your friends, you can put it on your Instagram stories. If that's something that, uh, if you're on Instagram and that's something you can do, uh, I would certainly love for you to do that. Uh, it really means a lot that you would take the 10, 11 minutes out of your day now just to listen to me and some of my thoughts. Uh, we look forward to getting you back on uh, and we will talk again next week.